Brandon Davis, Swan Energy. Imran Khan, Swan Energy. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining the program here today to talk a little bit about some mining money, figuring out ways that uh, people can make some money in today's environment, first of all, and secondly, talking about some of the news du jour, because that seems to have a lot to do with money these days. I'm looking at a couple stories. One is about you know unemployment, 1.8 million jobs in July, and the other one is coming from Wyoming, where for the second time in 136 years, rig count falls to zero. And, you know, it's it's di- different when we're seeing all these different jobs and, and realities happen before our eyes. But, uh, gentlemen, just wanted to get your opinion. I wanted to talk a little bit about Wyoming in a second, but just the unemployment thoughts, your just your, your thoughts and your views as you guys have got a very diverse portfolio on the recent uh, unemployment news about the, what was it, 1.8 million jobs, and then the economy is still down 12.9 million jobs. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's a step in the right direction for sure. Um, you know, I think for the last three months, we've been adding more and more jobs. A lot of them are in hospitality and other areas. But, you know, that just basically means Americans are going out there and spending more money and actually going out uh, rather than just staying in. Uh, me personally, um, I know I mentioned that uh, that I have a restaurant We've definitely been seeing that the numbers have been kind of increasing over the time. How about you, Brandon? Any thoughts on the unemployment numbers that came out? I think the next six months will be very telling and what happens with uh, all this unemployment money stopping, hopefully, because it's making it very hard to hire people because they're basically making as much money as they were making before they got laid off um, by sitting at home or enough that they aren't worried about getting a job, uh, which is just baffling to me. So, I think the next six months will really be the eye-opener. What's happened in the last four is all manufactured. It's kind of like the oil price being manipulated by people overseas instead of by the actual demand and the supply. Um, so, you know, my opinion, uh, let's just wait and see what happens. I, I don't, I'm not going to say it's good or bad. I, I really think the economy will be right back where it was uh, by the end of the year if they quit stimul- doing stimuluses and lockdowns. If they just get out of the way of the government in general, uh, we would be in a much better place. These idiots need to stay home. And we need to go to work. I, def- I definitely think there was some can kicking that was happening with this, and still, still happening. Yeah, and it's gonna come. It's gonna come to roost. And what concerns me is when you take a look at the can kicking in conjunction with how the ripple effect works on oil and gas, because oil and gas is one of the kings of the economy, and being one of the kings, they are at the top of a supply chain that according to this news story in the uh, Star Tribune, Casper Star Tribune, every rig in Wyoming equates 100 jobs. And, and I would even disagree and say it's even more when you consider convenience stores and, and um, cafes and et cetera. So when we take a look at the can kicking of this inflated economy, manufactured economy, with the reality of what's going on in the energy industry, that, that, that's a little bit concerning, you know. I mean, the supply chain in an oil and gas economy is pretty, pretty significant. And you guys have got, you know, trucking and gold and everything else along those lines. So I think you know what I'm talking about. I disagree with you on oil and gas as king as far as the economy goes. I I remember the '90s; it wasn't so amazing then, um, and the '80s. Um, and yeah, there have been some great years 
um, in the 2010 to 2014 market. But beyond that and before that, it's, it's kind of been always, it's hard. It's never been easy. Um, so that is one thing. The, the other is that everything we're dealing with today have been dealing with since March. Everything we're dealing with right now is government caused. It is caused by action from our government, not by anything that the industry did or didn't do. Um, that, that is the reality that we're sitting in today. So all businesses, whether it's oil and gas or a bar or a restaurant like Imran has, have been impacted in a negative fashion because the government decided that they know better for our health than we do. And that just pisses me off. Um, it, it infuriates me. All these places still doing lockdowns because their case count went up when they quit having lockdowns. No one ever said that we're going to eliminate this virus by staying home or not working. All they were trying to do was get prepared and get ahead of it, which they've done. That's why the death rate's down. And all these media people just need to shut up about it, and everybody needs to go back to work. And if people are scared, they can stay home. But that is what is keeping the economy where it's at right now, which is a suppressed economy, is all this stupidity and rage and, out, and basically fear-mongering that's gone on in the country. So if all that goes away economy's back to where it was before and everybody's happy but you know that's not going to happen because there's too much money to be made off of making people stay home which is crazy to me because if it continues for too long uh we won't have anything to talk about <laughs> that's that's where we're headed if they keep it up well i actually i agree with you on that because i'm looking at it more from just the momentum and the movement of things which is it <laughs> Not only is it inflating the economy, but it's it's kind of creating a new movement for people that is being directed by those dollars, and that's what scares me. Is that it's it's there, there's a little bit of an intangible social engineering underlying behind this, and that's that's kind of scary to me. I don't know if that made sense, but it did did in my mind, I guess. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the other aspects of it that you have to keep in mind is as people are staying home and not going to work, you know, we're losing a lot of folks that are skilled workers in these different areas. You just mentioned about the whole Wyoming deal. Um, it, it's, it's sad to see things like that. Um, and because of the drive of the market being the way it is, uh, less fuel is being used, less industry is moving forward the way it needs to. And that's really a, a ripple effect in itself. How about when you take a look at what's going on with some of these bankruptcies? I was just talking with the North Dakota Land Commissioner, and they've got an issue there with some back royalties and you know some companies are filing bankruptcy and how that works and different things along those lines. And, and that's a, they just got me thinking a little bit because you guys are doing that 401k uh, a share program, well share program. And I was reading where some of these bankruptcies are even eliminating 401ks and some of these or dealing or impacting them. And I don't know if you guys are following that. I know you're a little bit more in tune to the 401k programs in the industry than I am. That's the only reason I bring it up. So uh, I don't know. Are, are you seeing this with, the, with some of the bankruptcies and how that's impacting 401ks? I've heard this week, actually, that uh, I believe Exxon, um, they're one of the ones that didn't cut their dividends, but they did cut their 401k programs uh, to a lower amount for, for their employees. Uh, from our end of things, you know, 
there's always opportunity, especially with a lot of the government systems that are set up for current markets that are that are going the way things are going on right now to where you can be able to uh, cash out some of your 401k. You know, we've got some great opportunities from that standpoint, from an investment standpoint to where you can be able to create income, uh, income generating uh, type of investments to, to partner with us. Hey, Brandon, I wanted to circle back to the irritation, if you will, by the uh, government intrusion in, in the um, in the marketplace and then fold in my whole social engineering side. And, and, and the reason I bring that up is, is because of BP this week, you know, that 40% reduction that they announced had a lot to do with the climate change. And to me, that's kind of the one, two punch that's going on with the industry right now is you've got the government putting some, putting its, directional dollars in there, like I said, and then you got the whole climate change thing. So um, I don't know if you saw the BP news or not, or, or have, a, have any comments on that, but some of your comments just kind of directed me towards that news story um, that happened this week. Well, I haven't seen it, um, so I can't directly comment to it. But you know, overall, I, 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 it just pisses me off, all of it. <laughs> um, it, it it all it just drives me crazy because it doesn't make any sense. I mean, all these companies, like Neiman Marcus filed bankruptcy last week, for example. Um, and I'm sure they're not going to be the last ones, but it, it, it's going to continue, and it's all caused by the government. So investors are going to lose billions of dollars because of these shutdowns, and that's something not everyone's ever thought about. Whether it's uh, a bankruptcy internal uh, writing off 401ks, yeah, okay, that's one thing. But people are going to lose billions and billions of investment dollars in these companies because of these shutdowns. And um, that's not going to stop. And that, uh, the ripple effect of what's happened here in the last six months uh, is going to go on for 10, 15 years. It's not going to go away tomorrow. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be around a lot longer than the coronavirus. I can assure you of that. That's what floors me is I don't understand how anybody in leadership can't see this. That's what I just don't understand, how they just are so nonchalant about some of these things and, oh, it's, it's going to get better and it's going to this and that. And by the amount of mixed messages that come out of, of the leadership roles right now is absolutely mind-blowing to me, absolutely mind-boggling. Um, and, yeah, it, 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 it is to the point to where I, I could see where to – quote you piss you off you know i mean it's it's to that point now where i think well take a look at a lot of people are taking their anger to the streets now because they're getting paid to stay home so why not get paid to go out into the streets i mean so it's it's having ripple effects into the socio sociological part of things too i you, you know one thing that you know <laughs> if you want to talk about a bird in, in in the side or or the saddle is i'm a little bit perturbed right now that you can have a state go down to zero rig count, and there ain't, there wasn't anybody talking about it ahead of time. How how can you have something happen for the second time in 136 years, and there's nobody coming out and saying, okay, I'm not saying it'll be zero, but maybe there'll be two rigs, or there's got to be a little bit more of an advanced warning, I would think, because there's people who get paid to watch this stuff, because there's cities and companies that rely on this type of flow and economy and to go with your point earlier 
and I've said this on my on the program for a number of years that the '90s was a decade of a downturn. So it's not like things were were partying during the '90s. No, it was it was a pretty slow and steady time during that during that. So um, it just it, go ahead, go ahead. I think that that's one of the biggest things that people need to see and understand. It's media manipulation. You know, bad news is always great news for them because everyone wants to hear bad news. Uh, I think that's really a big part of it that that is out there. You're exactly right. Whether you take the 90s, whether you take 2008, whether you take uh, 2016 in the oil and gas market, it's all the same stuff. There's no difference. I mean, you always have ups and downs in the market. And, you know, I, I believe that Folks like to be able to take that to their advantage, and I, and I understand. I don't, you know, hey, best part about capitalism, right? But uh, at the end of the day, that really causes a lot of ripple effects in all these different industries. And in a sense, they might be benefiting, but um, at the end of the day, as a as a economy as a whole, you know, even though numbers look great, yeah, obviously it's not that great, right? Um, you know, as we talked about the unemployment part of it. Sure, uh, we're getting more people back to work, but overall being at, I don't know, what is it, like 10% rather than 3% unemployment, it's it's a big deal. Um, and then, you know, talking about the BP part that you mentioned earlier, the 40% reduction in oil, you know, this is just, to me, uh, uh, BP is uh, doing some rebranding to renewable spaces, but in reality, you know, this is the same stuff that Shell's done, that BP does, that all these other guys, Total's done. Uh, to where they're not oil and gas companies any longer, and they're energy companies now, um, which is just a rebranding of what they what they've done in the past. Um, does it change who they are? Not really. They're still doing the same things as they were before. But you know, one of the things that most people don't really realize is that BP, you know, they cut their dividends in half, I believe, and um, you know, they they had their uh, earnings call earlier this week and. They really didn't drop in share price. Why? Because they advertise all of this renewable space and you know all of this doing things in a in a positive way that shareholders like to hear. And um, it, it really masked their seven billion in losses. Are you guys still buying natural gas leases? You know that's that's a very good question. Uh, and in reality, when you look at this whole forty percent reduction in oil. Um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with the natural gas price, but I believe today it's two dollars and nineteen cents. Um, and really, what people are doing is they're just going into natural gas, which again comes out just along with oil. So it's you know the process is exactly the same. Sure, the carbon footprint is a lot better, and the focus has become more on natural gas than oil uh, as we're progressing in time. You know, if you look at any of the outlooks for the different companies. Uh, whether it be Total, whether it be uh, BP or any of these other guys, um, you know, they're heavy natural gas um, in the future, which allows them to be able to uh, benefit from being able to say, hey, look, you know, we're, we're in agreement with the uh, Paris Agreement uh, to where we can reduce our carbon footprint, the net carbon footprint down to, down to zero. Um, it just means that we're going to be using more energy as we move forward and we're going to be able to add the, the different complexities of the different types of energy uh, and and not to do anything with reducing oil or reducing gas, I think. I think a lot of their renewables, they're calling uh, nowadays, is actually natural gas. 
Any final thoughts for the week as we kind of wrap up the uh, mining money segment here on the crude life, uh, natural gas? Obviously, we've Jerry Jones, Warren Buffett. So, I mean, like you said, it seems like everybody's going into that now. Um, you know, we talked about a few other things. Any, anywhere else out there that you can see little pockets of positivity out there? I think there's a lot of opportunity out there um, with a lot of these companies that have been over leveraged in the past uh, few years. And, you know, they're, they're more or less humbling themselves and uh, filing bankruptcy. Um, there's a lot of opportunity for, for these companies to, to restructure and become better and more efficient, uh, I believe as, as we move forward, which is, which is important. Um, you know, from our end of things, you know, we're, we're always, uh, looking for deals, man. Um, you know, we, we actually got a, a, a couple calls from your show recently. Uh, I believe it's from your show cause they, they reached out to us at our info at uh, swanenergyinc.com uh, email address, uh, to, to share some deals that, that, uh, that they had that, uh, we're looking into currently. Uh, so it's always good to be able to, you know, network and, and talk about these new topics that are, that are going on and, um, kind of make sure that you develop that trust within the community. All right. So I do have a question that just kind of summarizes the whole thing. Cause you know, we talked about the 401k well share program that you have, and that's a name that I made up. You guys have a different name for it, I'm sure. But, um, we talked about that. We talked about, uh, you, you know, you guys are doing natural gas leases. Uh, I know that, um, at one point, you had a gold mine for sale. So, I mean, if that's still for sale, I'm sure you'll be talking to people with that. And there's a we truck. Still do. Yeah, it's still available. And gold is at, I think, $2,000 plus right now. It so is. It keeps going up in price. And, and then, you know, yeah. that, by the way, that is important, too, to point out before I, I give you the opportunity to, you know, kind of let people know how they can engage with Swan and how they can contact and different things along those lines. But, Keep in mind that if you're somebody who would digest the 24-hour news cycle, that you are somebody who probably believes that the stock market is the pulsometer of the economy. And that's just one segment. You know, there's bonds and there's treasuries and there's gold and there's silver and there's commodities. But so often people get caught up in the stock market that they forget about those other areas. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that as long as we were talking about gold and silver. Um, but how can people engage with Swan, whether it's the 401k program or natural gas or whatever you guys have? Talk to me about that. Yeah, you can always reach out to us at info at swanenergyinc.com. Uh, you know, always great to be able to find new partners. Uh, we've always got great opportunities, whether you're looking to be able to invest through your 401k or just direct invest. Uh, you made some good points there, Jason, that um, you know, we're active and we're, we're out there and, you know, we're, we're looking at deals. So we're always looking for partners to be able to participate with us, whether it's in natural gas, oil, uh, or gold. Um, you know, we've, we've always got different opportunities going on and, uh, you know, we'd love to be able to talk with you. Um, you know, we've got some great business development consultants can kind of discuss some topics that we've got going on right now. And then if you've got topics that you want to discuss with us, as people have reached out to us before, we'll definitely get them to the right groups. 